what's up? It's your boy Blue Boys Business here, tapping with another video. And today, I'm with my boy Tyreek. Tell me where you from, bro. And he plays for digital right now. And we just want to talk about the struggles of an inner city basketball player trying to make it out of Baltimore. So, bro, tell me a little bit about yourself. 16. I grew up in, in the projects in the color homes. I'm a single mother. Five kids. I just had to be the, had to be the man in the house early. That's all. How'd it make you feel? It's tough adapting to it, but you gotta be a man early, then that's what you're taking life to help your mother. That's what I had to do. So, what made you like, want to get into basketball and dealing with that? So we used to watch TV. Even before we had kids, we used to be on ABC. Melo, Melo be playing, you know, he from Baltimore. You know, I watched Melo and see what he doing. I want to do it. So, went out there, put up with basketball, of course. I ain't know how to do it first starting out. When you first started, like, what age did you start playing basketball? I was like eight. I was like eight. Yeah, I was eight. And was Melo, like, your inspiration, like, your favorite player looking up to you? Playing That's not my favorite, but he was one of the reasons why I stopped playing. Just saying something like Baltimore. Make it out. Big city, yeah. So, like, what was the first time you played for? First time I played for this BNBL team. It was a wreck. Robert C. Marshall. That's when our first got introduced to under the whistle basketball. That's like constructive basketball. Okay. Referees and stuff. So it wasn't really no playground type of stuff. Was when I got was serious? Yeah, when I got introduced to the rep. Okay, so, like, take me through it. So, once you started playing and then, like, you just decided to go to the next level with it and... Yeah, because certain things you learn in the playground you can't do like, at the next level. So when I stopped playing under the whistle, it was certain stuff I had to learn other than to get to the next level. I couldn't really do bouncing ball between nobody's legs and go get it. I mean, why not? All these other people are doing it. Yeah, but under the whistle is, 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 is different because college is watching you, trying, trying to get you to the next level. If you want to get to the next level, college is watching that. Was it any colleges watching you at the time? Yeah, Youngstown University. Right now, they watching me right now. Youngstown? Where they located? That's in Ohio. Yeah. Southern Ohio. Southern Ohio. So, like, just being from, like, McCullough Homes and going back down there to see your family and motivate them, how do you, like, keep your head on straight and keep a positive mindset and, like, navigate between both worlds? It's like you got one foot in this in this world. It's like, it's like you... You back you in between really, you know? Because like it's two different worlds. So how do you navigate that and keep the mindset to say I'ma do what I gotta do and push, but at the same time help take care of them? Uh, since being out here, like, I seen a lot of positive things that you don't see when you're in the inner city. So so going back in the inner city, in the city people have a mindset of we ain't never gonna make it out. It's really it's it's never gonna happen. So me going back into that it's hard to really break it into their mind. Like, you can still make it out. Like, there's people out here that'll help you, but they don't see that world because they in the, in the city. It's hard. It's this phrase I heard. It's like they put chains on your brains. Put chains on your brain. That's exactly what happens in the inner city. They put chains on your It's like you're in a cell, but you're not really in a cell. So, yeah. do you ever, like, think to say, like, tag them to come to your basketball games and, like, out just in different places, like, for other locations so they can see that there's something else out there other than just... You know, being stuck in quote unquote the city. I got a homeboy, right? I got a homeboy. He's seventeen, he my age. He never been nowhere else but but but, but, but Baltimore. He never he, he don't even know what nothing else look like. He never been to DC, Delaware, never been nowhere local, no local states. He never been outside of Baltimore. 
man. Imagine what his mindset like. Now we're going to get out. This all it is to life. This that's his reality. Everybody got their everybody got their own reality. Uh, just because of what they saying. It's like a newborn baby. You gonna come out and not know nothing. Cause your reality is nothing. You never been through nothing. So that's so that's so that's what his is. And you take all of this in when playing basketball. Like and that's why you play at the level that you play like at this clip right here, this clip blew me right here when Alright, so switching gears a real quick, like I mean I'ma just say it cause I I know y'all wanna know. But I think I already got an idea. You talked about coming from the inner city, you know, um, playing basketball. People got chains on their brains. That's something I said. You got the mindset, you know, you're never going to make it out. So you get a chance to go to a school that's not in the city, out in the county, Newtown High School. Mm-hmm. So you come out here and you hooping and everything. Um, and then, you know, you ask me to shoot your video, and next thing I find out, you down digital now. Yeah. What made you leave from Newtown and go to digital? Well, coming from Newtown, I learned a lot. Like, like shout out to the coaching staff. I learned a lot from being in the city and moving to the county. Like, like I learned the fundamentals instead of learning all the specialties and the tricks and, and like everything. Like, I learned organic stuff at Newtown. But, but at Newtown, it was a lot of negativity. Like going into basketball, everything, everything was negative there because it was already people there who were the face of the team. And me, I just felt like I was gonna be held back if I'd have stayed there. So I went to Digital Hub and got my own team. So you like you go deep into the reason why you actually left Newtown? Yeah, uh, I, was, I was playing JV. I was averaging cool numbers. I had cool numbers, and it was man, it was man. This kid Cam. Cameron. So we played JV. They bumped him up instead of bumping me up. Which I felt as though I deserved to be bumped up. Probably like they didn't feel like that because of court issues. They said I had an attitude problem. And I just really couldn't really check on my shoulder. Every time we played, and for me coming from the city, I don't think that they used to that in the county. So. It's a different mentality when you're coming from the city. In the city, it's survival mentality. Yeah. In the county, you're a little bit more comfortable, which essentially that's not being comfortable. I actually not the shameless plug, and I did post a YouTube video about it, but being comfortable isn't always the best situation because when you're comfortable, you're going to stay at that same level. When you're uncomfortable, when you see that your pot is on E, or when you see that like you know you're about to get fired, or you're about to get cut, you're going to play or you're going to react and start thinking a certain way that's going to actually put you in survival mode but in a good way because it's actually going to help boost you up in the long run so you was playing in that survival mode the whole time you was in these homes. yeah and, and me not getting bumped up like it really took me to a dark place as far as basketball like I really? lost faith in myself as far as basketball I really didn't want to play no more I really didn't even want to go to school because I felt embarrassed like damn he bumped me up my season over I can't play basketball no more so it took me to a dark place and how did people react to that? Like see, it was, did anybody say anything to you? Yeah, a lot of people thought though I, I should have been bumped up, but it's not really their decision. It's it's what people bum me and my coaches. So so that decision that really made me the basketball player I am today. I never let no never put nobody in front of me. All my doubters I'm I'm proving them wrong. I average twenty two points 
And this is my first year on the bus, but I was 22 and 8. And it's, all, and it's all love. You said 22 and 8? Yeah, 22 and 8. Is it all love between you and Cam and everything? Or? Yeah, it's uh, man, that boy a beast. Go check him out, Cameron Black. I, I don't even know his Instagram, but he, he gonna know who I'm talking about. I feel like I had to do to get to the next step of basketball. Like how Kyrie did. Yeah, how Kyrie left from, from, from under LeBron and went to... And do you feel like that's the best decision you've made so far? Yeah, that's the best decision I've made as far as basketball so far. That's the best decision I've made. And from that has, like you said, colleges were looking at you earlier, but is that the only one college looking at you? Do you think if you still were at New Time, more colleges would have looked at you compared to being at Digital right now? I think so, yeah. But but high school basketball don't really bring you college hey, you do. But as far as New Town, it was like academics was better. Like I learned more and my grades was much better than from being here at Digital. Being here at Digital is a lot of distractions in the classroom. So so from from my mind and my brain and how I am, it's hard. It's, it's going to be hard to adapt because you coming from a school where there's no there's no there's no distraction. Like everybody is trying to learn. You think there's no distraction in Newtown? No distraction in the classroom in Newtown. That's one thing I get at school. No distractions. But in Digital Hub, it's a lot of distractions because you have kids with ADHD, ADD. Feel me? It's a lead. Lead. It's a lot of lot of stuff. So. You gotta, you gotta just adapt, cause them kids, they don't really got no hope. They don't really got hope. Really? They ain't no hope in the city. Their kids ain't got no hope. Kids saying they homeboys go. They think they gonna go next. That's just how it is. That's how it's true. Have you lost anyone who was deep to you? That uh, yeah. I lost my big brother Twelve. That's just my man. I lost my big brother. Had that hurt. How did that affect you? It really made it's really making me go harder cause he cause he like he was like my sponsor. Anything I needed, he'd give it to me. Like he's my big brother. He the he he one of the reasons why I'm still playing basketball to this day. So now you carry that chip on your shoulder. Yeah, I carry I carry everywhere I go. I, I got one for him. I got one for him. That's 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 crazy. Yeah. And he was from the same area you were? No, he was from he was from Emerson Village, but we went to the same middle school together. Ever since then, he, he always had me under his wing. Always telling me the good, the bad, telling me the real. Come from Baltimore City, right? Baltimore City. There's so many distractions and just, it's crazy how much stuff you got to go through just to get to the next level. So playing basketball, did you ever feel like you ever had to separate yourself from other people just to go forward and do what you need to do to get to accomplish your goal? Yeah, like, um... Me playing basketball, I used to hang in the street a lot. So I picked up one of the selling drugs. You know, like any project person would. Really? Yeah, I started selling drugs at like 14. I was good at it, so I never really got locked up before or detained or any kind. I just kept going and kept going. And then, and then each hustle led to a different hustle, and a different hustle, and then a different hustle. It's levels to the game. So. Everybody I was selling drugs with, once I really got serious into basketball, they was trying to give me a virus, a brain virus, telling me like, no, sir, that ain't it. You got to stay out here. Because you, you you making more money than being out here than, than you being in the gym. You ain't making no money. Which, I was listening to him at first, but then I just started saying stuff like, man, I'm on Instagram, I'm saying my man, he just got picked up a college offer. 
I'm still out on the corner. Or I'm still trying to tell him to bring this back in short. You feel me? He picking up college dollars. So I'm so I'm in so I'm in the car, I'm thinking like, dang, what if I was in the gym instead of being out here? And I started getting in the gym heavy and I started progressing like rapidly. Everybody started noticing who I am. My Instagram followers started going up because people know I hoop. And a lot of people like to see me hoop. And people ask me when my game. And the people out who, who I was with was hating. Like, they was like, man, shorty, you broke now. You're you not doing this how you used to do it. I just had to leave them alone. I had to leave the gutter alone because I was going to be like them. I was going to have a virus. You can't have a virus when you're living. Because you're going to affect other people. People around like you can have you can have it's like you got a family member you know that that really look up to you and you got this virus you telling him something something wrong and by you saying it right you don't even know it's wrong that you telling him and it's hurting him because he gonna grow up in there. I just want to say the, like the mindset the level of self awareness you gotta have to actually think about that is like ridiculously high because the environment like. No matter what people say, like no matter what people say, you can you. It's not about how. You, it's not about where you come from. It's how you raise. That's true, but at the same time, it's not because where you come from can ultimately be who you become if you don't have the mindset to actually think that way. Your environment can affect can affect how you actually think. Like he said, he was in the project, so he started as a result. He was selling drugs. He's not doing that no more. You feel me? But by seeing someone else that, like, he saw that was playing sports, something he deep down wanted to do, and he saw him get office, it really changed and altered the way he started thinking. It was the environment. It was, you saw that, what, through social media? So even though social media, in a way, it could, you could see certain things, and you could you could take it for what it really is, or you could see the illusions. And the way he took that and said, that's a piece of my motivation, I'm going to use that. And I'm gonna break the cycle and, and, and cure the virus, or as he called it, and actually get out of there and move on to bigger and better things. So I really respect, I respect you saying that. You feel I me? Mean? He said he was. He's not doing that no more. So no self incriminating around here. We don't, we don't do no that. We ain't doing that. So it's gems now. It's gems. It's gems. Exactly. Now he can pass that on to you. Got siblings? Yeah, my little brother. You feel me? everything I do. Exactly. That's another reason. I gotta do it for him. And I'm trying to tell you just from a person who got a sibling and siblings. Be careful about what you do when you're around them because they will pick up your habits. And that's another form of a virus. If you doing if you cutting corners, essentially they gonna cut corners because they see you doing it. So just be aware of that. Like be aware of that. Does he wanna play sports? Oh, he like to play the game. He picked up on that for me. See? <laughs> he like he like to play the game. So by me realizing that and me playing the game and he started, that's when I really started realizing this seven is picking up everything we do. Like, like when I'm at the team, we put a napkin on his shit when, when he eating. You used to do I that? used to do that. So he picked up on everything I do. Like, like it's literally, they, they literally do that. That's so just be aware. So we talked a little bit about the negative and everything and how Baltimore City can be a struggle, like a maze, and you got to get through it. But let's talk about something positive because Baltimore really does have a lot of positive things. But we want to ask him, so like, what's some, what like, what's some positive people that were around you that actually altered and changed your life and your mindset? Number one person, 
So just give me one more person like that influenced you like posit- positively like in basketball. Might be a little bit to the heart, you feel me? It's hit home, but 
I remember you told me like you said growing up with your mom, single family, uh, single single mom. You know, you have to adapt and things like that. But how does it make you feel like knowing that you don't have a dad? You know what I mean? Like you have a dad, but he's not in your life. And what advice can you give people that's playing sports or just anything, just trying to grow up, trying to navigate through this? And essentially, it's a pain you can, it's a pain you can't explain. You feel me? What advice can you get to somebody that's dealing with this that you could probably tell them? But first, tell me how you felt. Knowing that he was alive, you know, he, he came around hey, once in a while, but it was just on some popping up type stuff. But like, but like, not having a father and being around people who had a father, it's hard because you looking and saying them having bonding moments, they having good moments. Every day in the kitchen cooking together Or they walk to the store together It's like, damn, you got your father I don't got mine Like, he teaching you this You smarter than me and shit knows Cause you had your father Which, which, it do hurt me But I had to get used to it And if, if you don't have a father family, This guy, you got carried on your shoulder Like, damn, he wasn't there I gotta find somebody who going we're going to help you and tease me. Because you can't do nothing in this world by yourself. Nothing. You can't do nothing by yourself. Like, that's just like coming out the womb as an infant again. Who you need to change your diet? You needed somebody, right? You can't do it by yourself because you don't really know. It's like you need that guidance. And some people, you need your father or you need your mother. Or sometimes as you growing up being a boy, like your mother can't teach you what your father can teach you. Facts. You can't like Facts. it just can't like it just can't. It's, it's not it's, it's not it's not real. It's not efficient. It's like it's impossible for your mother to teach you stuff that a man's supposed to know. Like it's like taking a trash out. I grew up with three girls in the house. You know I, mean? I grew up I grew up I was the only boy, I grew up with three girls in the house. I didn't want to take the trash out. Which as a man that's your job in the house to take the trash out. It's your job to to, to help to help with anything, fix anything. It's your job to do that. So me, I, I didn't want to do that because I ain't know no better. I ain't know that's what you're supposed to do. So as me growing up and getting older, I had to teach. I had to learn something. I had to learn certain stuff from my uncles and apply it to my little brother because I never wanted him to complain about taking the trash out. Come on, man. that's what a man's supposed to do. It's hard, but if you don't have a father, bro, you gotta keep pushing. Keep pushing. You're gonna be good. Keep pushing. Yeah. Does that, uh, but does that, like, affect any, like, how you in your relationship with your mom? Did it ultimately make y'all stronger? Yeah, it's true. It make us stronger every day, because at the end of the day, whenever poor pal come home, I gotta show her. I show her mother. We talk about everything. She gave me all the advice in the world. As far as money, like, it's like, the reason why I'm financially stable at the age I am now is because of And because when I had the money by what I was doing in the past, which you going to listen to if you hear the whole podcast. But she told me what to do with the money when I had the money. And it set me up to, to do certain things that I'm doing now without having a job or nothing. I'm still financially stable. That's what she told me. So like certain things in, in life, like as far as basketball, like, and she tell me, like, don't go in the hole if you see three people in the hole. Because that's not, 
don't make smart. sense. It don't make sense. Like, pass it, get it back, and do what you do. So, certain things she tell me, like, I listen. I listen to everything she said. Because she never told me nothing wrong. Never told me nothing wrong. Yeah, like, your mom will never tell you nothing wrong. Remember that. Like, of course, you're going to have a homeboy who's going to influence you to go against your mother word. Don't do it. You're going to messed up. Don't do it. <laughs> Benz though, like, you don't have, like, a father for like you said, really. And, you know, you play basketball with a chip on your shoulder and everything. And you said Carmelo was, like, the reason why you started. So, in a way, kind of influenced you. Is there anybody else, like, outside of basketball or in basketball that influences the way you move or think? Just like a public figure? Meek. Who? Meek Mill. Meek Mill. I go on his page. You know, like, he put up some 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 motivational stuff every once in a while on there. I grew up on that. He be talking about coming from the struggle. That, that's where he came from, the hard streets of Philly. Philly probably second worse than, than how Baltimore is. And to see him come out that and him doing what I had to do, like his early his early stages, he sold drugs, you feel me? And it shaped him to become the man he is now. He put everybody in, in his family on. Put him on. Turned himself into a boss. Turned himself into a boss. So I look at how he carried himself and be like, dang, if I do that, I'm going to be this. And, and if you know me certain ways and certain, certain ways I talk, I, I, I carry how he carried. You feel me? Like, if you, if, if you hate you can't be around because you're going to start a vibe. You feel me? He once said, it's like, if he take you out the hood and, and you go back to the hood, the people in the hood going to be telling you, so much hateful stuff about him, but but like if that person from the hood was to take your spot, that'd be happening. It's a virus. They putting a virus in your head because they want what you had. So so by him saying that, I went through it one time. I went back to the hood and I moved out the county, and they told me like, "Now you in the county? You a county boy?" Cha. I know that phrase. I know. I know that phrase, yo. I know that phrase. You're a county boy, like. I'm a county boy now. Like, crazy. Crazy. Like, I'm you living. Know what out I had here. to do. You know what I had to do <laughs> to get out here. I'm trying to stay out here, cause yeah. being a county boy, I'm not from the county, but yeah, and the county boy, it really saved me, cause if I was live still, longer. If I was still, no yeah, if I was still in the streets, shit, man, I'd probably be the. I'll probably be the, the person that you see on social media smoking on. Yeah. Not, not knowing. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, not knowing what the future brings. It's this phrase they say the blind lead the blind. You feel me? Like, I've been saying this a little bit lately, but it's true. Like, how can somebody that never touched a million teach you how to make a million? Right. Think about it. You feel me? Same way in the city. They can't teach you how to. A certain way, like a positive way, if they don't even think positive, if, they, if their whole mindset is, I gotta sell this and steal from yo to get what I need to get, and you want, and something you can do the same thing. You're gonna be stealing and all of this selling, but it's gonna create a bad karma, and, a, and karma is real, it's bound to come back around. It might not happen instant, you might really be on, but boom, something happened. Like, so just, just remember that, like. Then, like, that whole mindset of being in the county, it, it's, it's actually, like, you're a county boy. Disregard all of that. I'm the playoffs, though. 
prayers the December 15th. I mean, in February 15th. So, do y'all plan to do y'all plan to make the playoffs? Yeah, we're gonna make the playoffs. That, that's for sure. We're gonna make the playoffs. And when we get in the playoffs, everybody they gonna have to face that problem. What's we that problem? Us. We underdogs of the city, and people don't really know what we got. We got some killers. Okay. So, I was actually game yesterday against New Era. Can you explain that to me? Like, what was going through your mind planning? I just wanted to win so bad, bro, but, but we going into they, they, they zoo, it's, that gym real hot, if you ever been there. Nah, literally, like, that hot. That gym is hot, like, so, so my mindset was, I'm trying, I'm trying to come in there and take over, and, and get the first punch early, so, so by me doing that, our, our team was down, what, 14 or 17, 14, 17, first quarter, second quarter, I came up, got two down ones. And a three, I got a buck. That, nah, it was seventeen to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventeen. It was seventeen to four. It was seventeen to four. So I came down, but I got two and one. Yeah, you got like two and ones. You did like a reverse spin on one of them. The, yeah. the ball went in, and then the next one, you just like lay up. I got two and ones, and that brought us back in the game. My my man, I think his name Cuz. Cuz hit a three. Shout Cuz. Shout to Cuz. Got us back in the game. So we back at it. So the whole game, this was a dog hole. Shout out to New Era. So they, they got some guys. They got some pieces down, man. Shout out to the Cooper staff. So they outplayed us. Yeah. Okay. Anybody give you any smack? Like anybody ever, anybody say anything about y'all yeah, losing? There's a lot of, oh my goodness. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of animosity and hate. Really? That game, yes. I had one person at the game come up to me and say, James, which is, he transferred from our school and went to New York. Okay. So, he got that one, and he was he posted whatever he posted on on, on, on Instagram. I can't see it because I don't follow him. You feel me? So, so, somebody said, James, better than you. I said, damn, I had 25. <laughs> <laughs> I said to somebody that had 25. How much James had? James had like 12 points. At 12, I had 25. So, it was like, how you going to say that to somebody that had 25? I had... 45% of the team points. We had, we had, like, we had 60 something. I had 25. So everybody else scored 40 something. Come to the game. He couldn't come to the game. He's got a high team. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, do y'all, do you plan on seeing them again in the uh, playoffs? Yeah. Dude, I want to see them. I want to see them ASAP. I ain't going to tell. I want to see them ASAP because that game was a big game. A lot of people came out. Shout out to everybody who came out. A lot of people. Shout out to everybody who ain't hate after we lost because when we win, a lot of people be on our side. Since we lost, we see them on the other side. That's how it is. That's how it is. That's coming the game. Basketball, my life. I wouldn't be nothing without it. All right, so. At the hand of a lot, man, it's crazy. At the hand, everything that he just said, he had to go through, his mindset. How can you not like this kid? So, you know, it's Blue Box Visions. This is my second podcast. Tune in because I got some more coming. I'm going to post a full thing on uh, the Apple Podcast app. So, we actually, if you got an iPhone, you actually have it. It's free. So, I'm going to find a way to post a full thing on there. So, be on the lookout and tune in for that. You know what I mean? I'm going to just let him tell you his Instagram, tell you where to follow him at. You know, just go ahead. Tell him where you at. My Instagram is 
at IMTP23. That's all. No underscores, no, no, no dots, no nothing. Just at IMTP23. Tell me your name and your tell me your name and your put your position. What uh and what's your number to your uh, your jersey again? Tyree Preston, Remember that. Remember that number. Remember that name. Yo, what's up? So if you stayed till the end of the video, want to say thank you, appreciate it, like, subscribe, share with your friends, and another podcast coming soon. Keep up the grind. Creators create peace.